This is Analog Spectrum, now accepting applications for a host that's actually funny. Maybe we can get Lucy to bark a little bit. <laughs> you can't barely hear it anyway. <laughs> no. Well, when she was in her lap, boy, man, yeah, that, that's the, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, she barks like she has laryngitis. All right, this is Analog Spectrum. Uh, we are back. This is Tony, and I'm with Doug. Say hi, Doug. Hi, Doug. Nice. So, I'm actually excited about this one. Yeah, let's yeah. Uh, let's share with the world. Yeah. So, uh, so Doug and I are going to get married. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, because we can. Uh, no, the uh, Doug's getting new dogs. That's I am. Cool. Yes, I am getting two mini Australian shepherds in a couple of days. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I cannot wait to meet them. Two female mini Australian Shepherds. Yeah. And so, yeah. one of them is like this um, golden yellow. Well, I don't, there's a name for it. It's the, the, the yellow golden merle okay. color. Not yeah. the blue merle. Right. <clears throat> anyway, but um, yeah, she's just got these little curly locks. And she looks like she's wearing eyeliner or whatever. So I'm naming her Farrah. After Farrah Fawcett. That's awesome. She's so. gorgeous, yeah. So anyway. Maybe we'll have a podcast about dogs. Yeah. Oh, I, dude, we, I could talk all day about that. I could too. So, But that's not what we're talking about today. It is not. So I I, I think most today, everyone's aware. We're talking about Uncle Sam's Confused Group. We are. We are. So and both Doug and I were in the Coast Guard. I think we've talked, we talked. I think everybody's aware of that. And both of us are retired Coast Guard. And, yeah. I, and I'm glad you brought this up. I hadn't thought about it, but uh, we always, we're always kind of uh, bouncing topics off each other. And uh, and I think this has may become kind of a not a regular thing, not everything, but every time every every podcast. But we all I have friends that were in the Coast Guard, mm-hmm. I, and I think some of the stories that we we can tell are kind of kind of unique and interesting and funny and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So so I'm hoping that we can the ones maybe... that we can say out loud. <laughs> well, <laughs> so uh, I think I think what I'd like to do is maybe uh, just. Uh, you know, uh, you know. T- maybe start from square one. Uh, tell me about like. Tell me about like your recruit. Your you being oh, Jesus. recruiting and was it, are are you you go okay. back to well, the, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go uh, go back to the earliest uh, Coast Guard associated memory and work well, from there. <clears throat> Let me just tell you how how it all started. Please. All right. Well, so I growing up, my whole family was military. My dad was Navy. My mom was Navy. My uncle was Army. My older brother uh, was a Marine. Mm -hmm. Uh, My next older brother did a short time in the Army, got hurt in boot camp, Mm -hmm. and and literally got the boot. Uh, Anyway, so I didn't, I I don't, I was unaware in high school. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, I don't know, a drifter. I had no clue what the hell I was doing. I was literally living day to day. Uh, Cars and music and girls, that was it. It's all I cared about. Sure. Anyway. So my dad gives me the old, hey, what are you going to do with your life talk? I was probably 17, 16, maybe 17. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. First thing that popped in my head was I really admired my older brother. And I was like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna be a Marine. I'm going to go join the Marines. <laughs> my dad laughed at me. I, a, I was like 6'1 and 135 pounds. Like I was literally a mm-hmm. toothpick, man. Mm-hmm. And so um, he says, you, you think so, huh? You call your brother. And see what he says about that. And uh, my brother had gone and uh, he, he was a helicopter mechanic and he had gone and uh, done some work on some of the helos. And we were trying to do a hostage rescue somewhere in the Middle East. And he was on that crew and that didn't go well. And anyway, so he had some less than favorable experiences. Anyway, so I call him up or, or my dad calls him and gets him on the phone and says, yeah, your brother wants to join the Marine Corps. And I want him to talk to you about it. So I get on the phone and my brother says, 
you join the Marine Corps, I am personally going to come down there and kick your ass. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, wait, what? Because, I, I mean, he always came off to me as he was right. real proud of it and stuff. <clears throat> so he went on to explain to me that um, those folks aren't really treated very well as mm-hmm. people, right? And I think he understood my brother was a caustic person, like his personality. He was uh, rough and tough, and he fitted the Marine Corps great. But I think he understood that I would not. Mm-hmm. I was I was just more sensitive than him. And uh, anyway, so yeah, he gave me a lecture about they don't treat treat you well. And you are a fucking flower. That's cool by me. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I like it. So the rest of the world can. <laughs> no, I actually, I think whatever. it's interesting that he gave you good advice. Yeah, he really did. And so uh, <clears throat> I hung up the phone. I want to. I want to interject something real quick, yeah, only because yeah. I'll forget if I don't do yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, when, when I was when I was uh, on the bus going to the airport from Meps, there was <laughs> there was a series. There was a, a group of like four guys that were sitting there, and they were all going to uh, Paris Island, right? Uh-huh. They were going to Marine boot camp, and they were all like, "Yeah, we're going to be Marines," you know. And they were uh-huh. like, "Ooh, on the fuck, right?" Uh-huh. And uh, and everybody's going down the list, and they're going like, "What do you? Where? Because it was everybody, right? It was right. Air Forces, right?" Navy. right. And he got to me, and I and I was a little, you know. And they're like, "What? Where are you going?" And uh, I said, "I'm. I joined the Coast Guard." And I remember looking at those four guys, and one of the guys on the very end, like, looked at me, and I could tell just by looking in his eyes, he was like, "I done fucked up." Yeah, he's <laughs> why, like, "Why didn't why, I think of that? Why didn't I join the Coast Guard?" <laughs> it's like, it's like, and I got that look a lot. But anyway, yeah. so so, well, so anyway, I hung up yeah, the phone yeah. with him, and then my dad and I carried on our conversation, uh-huh. <clears throat> and. um I had never heard of the Coast Guard. I lived in Florida my entire life. Wow. I'd never heard of the Coast Guard. That's how unaware I was. I just would. I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, <clears throat> he started talking about, "Well, what up with the Navy?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. I get seasick, man." Uh, I'd gone on. I'd gone. Yeah, I had gone. Yeah, I didn't know, right? Oh, anyway, so uh, I'd gone on fishing trips with him. We go deep sea fishing, drift fishing. You know, uh-huh. I just puke my guts out every time. So he'd spend fifty bucks to take us fishing and. He's basically paid 50 bucks so I could throw up all day. Right. Uh, anyway, so I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. And then uh, he says, well, I don't know if you're going to be able to even get into the Air Force because the requirements are high and all that sort of. Oh, I had no sweet. interest in the Army. I just was not a – anyway, so he's, he had mentioned the Coast Guard. I'm like, sure, I don't know, whatever. I don't know anything about it, you know. Mm-hmm. He said, well, let's go talk to the recruiter. I lived in West Palm Beach at the time. We had to drive all the way down to Miami, North Miami, but all the way down to Miami to the recruiter's office. I uh, sat and chatted with that guy for a few minutes and, you know, he showed me videos and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I just I had no clue. The repercussions, I didn't know any of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And I actually thought I was kind of joining like the Florida Marine Patrol. Right. You know, where they would go and like rescue or, or pull an alligator out of an old lady's backyard after her poodle got eaten. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, that kind of stuff. Or Baywatch. Maybe, yeah. Or, no, no, not that. But like no, no, Everglades, no, no, no. Yeah. you know, Everglades, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Anyway, so, um, yeah, next thing you know, um, same with you. I actually drove myself back and forth to MAPS. Um, but uh, for those who don't know, MAPS is the military entrance processing station, and all services have to send their applicants there, and they take a physical, and you take your the ASVAB test. Um, and so that, that kind of lands you on what you're qualified to do in the military. So. It's, it's the first place where you put your right arm hand up and you start. Yeah, if, if you qualify. If yeah. everything goes right and you, you pass the physical and you pass the ASVAB, then you raise your right hand and, and yep. you swear to, to, to join. It is the entry point. 
Yep. At, we all go through maps. Yep. And there's probably, I don't know how many there are, but they're in major cities. Yeah, there's yeah, there's plenty of them. So anyway, yeah. So um, I did okay on my test. I, sure. I didn't do great. Um, I remember I always had anxiety taking tests and stuff. Sure. And the, and the way that the ASVAB is designed, is it, it is literally designed so you can't get a perfect score. Right. It, it it quickly ramps up like in the math it'll ask you two plus two and then it'll ask you two times two and then it'll ask you like the square root of two and then it'll start getting into to um, calculus and so it, it, it does that on purpose because what they're trying to figure out is how high does your education go and that tells us then where can we actually put you with some level of success right right if you can't add we're not going to make you a, a missile tech and so right. on. So and anyway, so but that's they'll kind let, of, but they'll let you polish the pointy pointing yes, of a bullet. Yeah, 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 exactly. So anyway, um, I did pretty decent on the test, and I was qualified for all kinds of stuff. But again, this is where I didn't know this at the time. Right. Um, but there was no talk of guaranteed jobs or any of that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I just joined the Coast Guard. And I was like, okay, sure. When do I go? And I actually went in the day after my 18th birthday. I, I that's when I shipped off to boot camp. Wow. And, um, yeah, the only other part of that really that I remember is, um, my dad drove me to the, to the, um, recruiter's office, um, on the day that I was enlisting and he has this old F-150, you know, driving down the freeway and he's like, I'm proud of you, boy. I'm like, Oh, good. That's good. Dad. Thanks. You know? And he says, uh, he says, yeah, I I got a couple pieces of advice for you. Okay. He says, first piece of advice, take any school they give you. Right. They're going to teach you all kinds of stuff. Take every school that they, that they'll give you. And I said, okay. And then he said, second piece of advice, learn to drink black coffee. Because you never know when you're going to run out of all the cream and the sugar and all that sort of stuff. So I, the only school I ever turned down was uh, EMT. I didn't I had no blood and guts. I just wasn't interested. And I went into food service. So me personally, I never ran out of cream or right. sugar. Y'all betches might have, but I never did. <laughs> well, <laughs> in fact, when I went to, by the time I made chief, I was buying Starbucks for the chief mess. So yeah, I, y'all suckers drink the Folgers, and I'm well, getting I, the good stuff. I drink I drink cream in my coffee because of the coffee of the military. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> the tar. Yeah. So what about you? How did yours go? Okay. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, and I think this is it. So. And maybe maybe the uh, individual I joined with uh, is listening, uh, and uh, and not this. I'm telling the story with very little little hyperbole, right? Okay. Very little. Uh, I'm not dramatizing. Uh, I I, uh, I graduated high school. Uh, I wanted to be a mechanic. I went to a, a community college, learned how to turn wrenches there. Mm-hmm. Had a job working at an Oldsmobile, Oldsmobile dealership. I actually worked for. Uh, for uh, Rolls Royce within the uh, dealership, mm. just wasn't what I was good at, right? Okay. Uh, but I'd, I'd already moved out. I was probably like 20, 21 years old. I, I was living with a friend, and him and I were, uh, we decided, and, and even though I'd never, ever, ever watched uh, uh, more than like one episode of uh, Miami Vice, uh, Miami Vice uh, was was uh, the, the, the series finale for Miami Vice was coming on mm. and uh, and for some reason we just wanted to have a bender and watch the season finale. We'd heard like, you know, Crockett and Tubbs were going to die in it or right. something like that. We didn't know. doesn't matter. And, uh, and we watched that and we got, we, we, we got pretty drunk. Uh, and, uh, and the, the last, the last commercial break had a uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. Oh, I remember that commercial. Yes. Commercial. Yeah. And it was in the keys. Remember that? the cigarette yeah. boat, and the two ten, yeah, yeah. and everything like that. 
And I remember uh, my roommate was like, hey, we should sign up for the Coast Guard, right? And I was like, oh, man. And I, I think it was almost it was almost like a dare. We were like, right. yeah, if you go to the recruiter, I'll go to the recruiter, right. you know. And I think like the next day, man, it was and, – and, and I was at a point in my life where I it was very rare for me to follow through with anything, right? Mm-hmm. It was just – I was just kind of – you know, kind of just uh, adrift. You yeah, know, still not, figuring stuff out. Yeah, very, very cliche, but that's the way it was. And I remember going down the recruiter, and I remember, and Doug, Doug was a recruiter, by the way. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, but I remember, you know, an army recruiter is different from uh, from a uh, all the other uh, the, uh, and an air force recruiter and so forth from mm-hmm. a coast guard cr- recruiter because uh, you may have had quotas and all that kind of stuff. But they mm-hmm. just yeah, we did. Yeah, but they just weren't. But but it's not like the army where the army's got a recruit like hundreds where the coast guard you know it can be a little bit more selective yeah very much so. yeah and and uh and so my recruiter you know you know people say oh yeah my recruiter lied to me my recruiter did not lie to me right mm-hmm. you know he didn't he didn't need he, he could take or leave me it didn't matter yeah that's that's was pretty much our attitude yeah. when we were in recruiting so. yeah and, and, and i will tell you uh one thing that you mentioned about the marines it was always my observation that uh that the, whatever whatever resource decide, de- defines a, a branch of the service, that resource gets treated like shit. Okay, yeah. like in the Coast Guard, it's the boats and ships. Yes, they're always we're always beating the shit out. Yeah, of Yeah, we do. The Air Force, it's the planes, planes, the Navy, it's the ships. Yeah. The Marines and Army, it's, it's the, the people. people. It's the people. Yeah. Right? They yeah. they treat the people like shit. Yeah. So. Uh, so anyway, uh, I I go into the recruiter and uh, and he says I can do two things for you. I can give you a dar- guaranteed district, you know, okay. or I can give you guaranteed school, right? And I was like, oh, it's funny because uh, you'll you'll appreciate this. I don't know if I told you the story or not, but he pulls out like this. 24 page pamphlet at the time the coast guard had 24 rates right mm-hmm. and it looked like it had been drawn for like a seventh grader right you know <laughs> and it was describing stuff you know it'd be like boats and mate you get to drive the boats you yes. learn how to tie knots and uh-huh. shit right a fire control get, technician gets to fire the big gun right right and I remember like looking at subsistence specials at the time it was SS subsistence yeah. and I and I go I go, is this like a chef? And he goes, Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug was an SS. He was an yes. SS. And, I gotta uh, tell you somebody like, called me that yesterday and I corrected them quickly. What a subsistence specialist? No, or? they called me a chef. Yeah, I told them I, uh, I was yeah. in the military. I, was like, it, I went into food service and like, Oh yeah, I'm never having you over here a chef. I'm like it's a cook. Yeah, I was a cook. Well, we well maybe yeah. and maybe today, maybe later time we'll talk about like recipe cards and all that kind of yeah, stuff. That was but great. Uh, yeah. but uh, but but <clears throat> I asked about fire control technician. I said, I, you know, that sounds very cool. And he goes, No, no, no. You you you're in the skin of the ship. You know, you don't see the gunfire. You're just right. basically doing pushing buttons. Yeah, <laughs> and and probably the three uh, rates that I gravitated towards was gunner's mate. Uh, HS, which I went and and public affairs, right? Okay, and uh, and I and I and and because I, you know, had broken my leg, had been in the hospital, met people that I liked, all that kind of stuff that were medical providers. I I decided to sign up for become a, a health services technician, and that that was the right thing to do, right? right. That that turned out to be right, I, right thing to do. And I also did a six month delayed, and uh, both okay. me and my both me and my roommate did a six month delayed. He actually took a, a two year. Uh, the other thing that he would give you is rather than do four years, you could do two. Oh wow! And, and he did two. You, you had know. to score high on the ASVAB for that. The two, oh, he did. Yeah, yeah he did two. And also, yeah. I think he got a guaranteed uh, district, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is 
the districts in the Coast Guard are huge. Yeah, it's yeah. almost useless. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty much useless, exactly. We guarantee you're going to be on the East Coast. East Coast, right. Okay. East Coast, 7th uh, yeah. uh, District was uh, was Florida. 5th yeah, District was, was what I think he took. And he was hoping to get 5th District Georgia, but he got 5th District Washington, D.C., which oh. is, <laughs> you know. And uh, and so anyway, and, and we, we and that's what I did. I signed yeah. I got a health service technician guaranteed school. And, uh, and So did you go straight out of boot camp to school? No, uh, that's a great question, and we'll get to boot camp in a minute. But, uh, but that's the difference between the Coast Guard and other services too. And, and hopefully, there might be somebody listening out there that's interested in going to the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's changed since since we were in, but uh, it just put me on the next school list. Like okay. as soon as the school yeah. list opened up, I, w- I I jumped to the to that school list. But yeah. uh, but uh, but they weren't running a whole. So I still had to wait like eleven months to go to school. Right. Okay. You know. But uh, but most people that were going Corman because it was a popular rate. Yeah, I had to wait years. Had, had to wait years. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, and uh, so what about what about you? Did you go? Well, no. I um, basically um, well, I guess now is a good time to talk about boot camp because yeah, I didn't yeah. get, I didn't get, I mean, this guy didn't talk to me about guaranteed anything. Right. Um. So I was like. I didn't care. I didn't know. I was just and let's you were go in, with the flow. You, you were in Florida, right? Yeah, I joined in Florida. I went to boot camp in Cape May, New You're Jersey, right. and then um, yeah, boot camp was. I I, I felt isolated. Was was Alameda still a boot camp when you went, <clears throat> or was it? Was I, it close I by think the- it was, but I didn't know about it. Right, I didn't know about it. But and and you went through what maps? Uh, Miami. Okay. Yeah, and we 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 flew from Miami to New Jersey. Hmm. Um, and then took the bus from the airport right over to the Cape May. And so, so every so everybody <laughs> knows that are listening. Cape May is like on the southernmost point of New Jersey. Yeah, it's on the coast. Yeah, on the coast. So it's still it's a bu- it is a bus ride. Yeah, from the uh, from whatever I flew into Philadelphia. Okay. okay. So go ahead. Tell, tell us about but anyway. Yeah. So um, I was going to say I felt a little bit isolated. This is the this is one of the times I felt like an individual in boot camp, and what's cool is that it was a positive experience. So, um, I re- <laughs> one of the things I remember is uh, kind of like what you were saying. There was a lot of bravado, you know. I got on the bus. Uh, I, I think it might have been Philly that we flew into. Now that you say that, it might have been Philly. Um, but anyways, whatever. We all gathered up at the USO, and then some guy comes in and goes, "Everybody go to boot camp. Get over here!" And off we went and climbed on this bus, and mm-hmm. you know, had a small little travel duffel bag with you. What year? <clears throat> this was 1983. Okay. And uh, so yeah, we climb on the bus, and then man, it was loud, and everybody was talking, and you know, whatever. It was all. You know, whatever. It was. It was just busy and sort of like being in high school. What time of year? This was August, okay. So it was warm, but anyway, so um, we're, we're driving down the turnpike or where we were on, and then we get off the turnpike, and it got a little bit quieter. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the bus pulled up, like to the base where you could see the entrance of the base, we didn't get to like ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the bus pulled up, to it was silent. Like all these tough guys were all of a sudden like, "Oh shit!" You know, now yep. we're scared. And again, I was just very, very like a. Uh, observant, maybe it's the wrong word, but just living in the moment. I didn't care. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't care what to expect. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then, so I was about in the middle of the bus, and I remember I was sitting in an aisle seat, and uh, the we pull up to where we where we stop, and then the guy gets on the bus and starts screaming, "You got thirty seconds to get off the bus. Just wasted ten of them." You know that whole typical stuff. But I wasn't. I wasn't freaked out. I wasn't nervous. My dad yelled at me like that it's my whole life, man. It was right. like. Okay, I'll get off the bus. And all these other guys were panicked, man. I think, you know, some of them probably peed their pants. Um, but I was ready for it. 
and then uh, you know they just tell you get off the bus and stand on this little yellow square and all that sort of stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, just like you see in the movies. And I just followed directions. It was it. And I just like I knew I didn't know, but I was pretty sure like nobody was going to hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody was going to like physically hurt me. You right. could yell at me all day. You cannot yell at me worse than my father yelled at me. So yeah. I don't give a shit. So right. I was like totally fine. I might even have been smiling for all I know. Some of it was uh, funny too. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and so, yeah, I can appreciate their sense of humor. Again, growing a military family, right. I heard it all. You know, and, so. and, I, and I think for me, I, I, my experience, as I remember, it was somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. I think mine had more to do with like kind of the gazelle uh, uh, situation where mm-hmm. – we were all together and all getting yelled at. It wasn't directed at me, yeah. you know. I, yeah. it, but uh, but yeah, yeah, similar. But yeah, so then 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 you start the processing stuff, and they of course they stand you out there forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been in the Civil Air Patrol when I was in high school, so I knew I knew the position of attention, and I knew how to march, and I knew a bunch right. of that. So I was on the drill team and stuff. So I I was pretty um, trained and all that stuff. So none of that stuff bothered me. But, yeah, the worst part, I think, was that whole night of processing, man. Shit, you get there at, like, 10, and they bring in this room, and they make you fill out all these papers. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're – they're, oh, if, if you have any of this, make sure you give it to us now. If you had pot, if you had cigarettes, if you had a knife, if you had a lighter, you know, whatever. They list did, this big old stuff. And did the, they yeah, let you turned, smoke when you were in? No. Yeah, same. Okay. No. Yeah, they, they confiscated all that stuff. And, you know, your recruiter told you not to bring it, but some idiots still brought it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Fortunately, they were idiots. Yeah, yeah. So they, they got have, all, they got all the attention. They got all the attention. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so we go through all that crap, and then I think we probably got to bed at like you know twelve thirty or one or something. And yeah. They you just go in. I remember going into the squad bay, and they just tell you to pick a rack, mm-hmm. uh, and they were three high. And um, I just because it was easy, I just picked the middle rack, which was great. Yeah. I, you know, that's the ideal rack. If anybody doesn't know that, um, the bottom one is okay. But yeah. You got two guys climbing out of the rack down on your head if you're not careful, right? Uh, and the top one is kind of a pain in the ass to get in and get out of. So I just got lucky and I got the middle rack. But uh, yeah, and then the next morning, just a couple hours later, you know, they came in and they did that typical thing, man, banging the trash can, screaming and yelling. And right. uh, the very first thing we had to do the next day was pee in a cup. Mm-hmm. And that was when they just started all that drug testing stuff. And um, so, yeah, you got to pee in a cup, and then go get breakfast. And, yeah, they're just yelling at you the whole time. And then right. that whole next day sucked because that whole day was like processing, getting your uniforms and all that, you know, standing in line with your arms out. Mm-hmm. And they say pile shit on top. And then, you know, you have to try it on. And some lady's stitching it for you, like hemming it, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm that whole thing and then i think the following day um you, know, you take breaks throughout the day to go get meals and stuff and then of course they're making you do push-ups and mm-hmm. all that stuff and i think it was that second day we went through medical and they just blasted both arms with the shots you know and they had the air guns like and they, they tell you right away to like don't move you're gonna cut yourself with the air you know if you so those just, things are gone now by the way yeah i would imagine but yeah, you stand still and they hit they hit us on both sides, man, one on each side, and then make us walk right out and start doing push ups, you know, and we all have blood trickling down our arms and shit. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm sure they don't do that anymore. Yeah, probably not. But uh, yeah, and after that it was really just a just a sequence of events that uh things got more and more challenging, you know. And I just remember at the beginning, because of my civil air patrol training, um, watching these idiots try to march and keep, try to keep in step. And I'm just yeah. like, damn, dude, this is easy. What the hell is the matter with you? Yeah. I couldn't do it. I mean. So. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. You ever I, watch The Amazing Race? Yeah. 
You see that one episode when that dude was trying to march and he was like completely, completely I, jacked up. It's, yeah, it's not hard, but uh, but there were people that could, could that, do it. that fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and so. but uh, and of course for them when they would mess it up, there was it was either a good thing or a bad thing yeah. because sometimes they would they would bring all the heat on them, but sometimes yeah. they would bring most of the time it was everybody. Yeah, yeah if you screwed it up, you, yeah. everybody had to do push ups. Well, yeah. yeah, and then but of course then those person those individuals became yeah. an outcast. I think yeah. what I remember about boot camp so. Uh, I went in October, October 31st. Okay. Uh, I went on Halloween. Okay. And I remember when I left, the last thing I, one of the last things I did before I left was uh, carve a pumpkin. <laughs> and, and and that's a tradition for me now. I, gotta, okay. I have to carve a pumpkin. Okay. And uh, the flew into Philly. We got in super late. Uh, everybody on our bus was quiet and uh, all the way. Wow. And the bus actually got egged. When it got into Cape May, oh, no yeah, like, not bad, but like four or five eggs. <laughs> I remember funny. them slamming against the window, and uh, I had no idea what to expect from boot camp. I knew it was boot camp, but I thought to myself, you know, how difficult could it could be for anybody listening? I would probably say Coast Guard boot camp is at least on par with everybody else's, yeah, right? Yeah, not you know, quite, not quite the Marine Corps, right? Right, because, right. Oh, that intensity, but, but yeah, but they you you do push ups, you do sit ups. There's yeah. phys- it's physical. Yeah. Uh, I, I would also say that. Uh, uh, that you know, it's there. There's a lot of classes, but mm-hmm. none of them are difficult. I no. mean, if you got through uh, uh, the the things, I remember is uh, yeah, I remember uh, you know when I went, I was overweight, and the, that freaking called the heat on me from oh my yeah, from right from the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was okay. I mean, whatever, I don't care. Uh, now, in re- I I think at the time I thought it was hard. In retrospect, it wasn't. Right. You know, it wasn't that hard. But uh, and there was a lot of physical stuff. If you if you uh, screwed up as an individual or as a company, or as a company, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, you, you could get, you could go do that thing where they would take you into a room and just waylay, waylay you. There's all these kind of, uh, you know, urban internal urban legends about things they do like escape from Cape May. I don't know if you ever had to do mm-hmm. that. Where did you ever have to do escape no, from Cape May? They talked about all the duck pond where mm. they would take you out to the, well, the escape from Cape May was this thing where they supposedly would take you down there with your sea bag and have you fill it with sand. And you had to like throw your sea bag down the beach, you know, as a company. Mm-hmm. I never, we never, yeah, we did, didn't have to never that. did any of that stuff. Uh, Dude, my company commander was, I think he was on the verge of retirement. So right. he, he, he was, I want to say he was over it, but he wasn't as enthusiastic as like a, a new company commander. Yeah, ours was a ours. Mine was a dick, yeah. you know. And uh, but whatever, he, uh, you yeah. know. I think there was people that there was individuals that were company commanders that realized that uh, that it was just a job, and I think there was other individuals that it was an ego trip, feeding and, that ego. Yeah, yeah, and I think he was on the on the, mm. on the, the ladder. But whatever, I, you know, I don't. Yeah, you survived, I, and I, I don't. I don't hate him for him. I don't. Yeah. I have no. I have no. He, he doesn't occupy any space in my head, right. but. Uh, but the things that I remember is, for one, I mentioned the guaranteed school. I at the time I thought, oh, I kind of want to change my guaranteed school to public affairs. I like to write. I like to like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they and they were like, that's not a thing, bro. <laughs> you know, you got to guarantee. You, you know, you either you if you you can turn down your guaranteed school, but we're not giving you another yeah, guaranteed yeah, school. Like you, I did not know that the Coast Guard had ships. Okay, yeah. and I remember like when we were in uh, vessels and aircraft class, yeah. and they were showing throwing up pictures of two tens. Yeah, three seventy eights. So for those listening, you have to go to a class on how to identify right the different ships and aircraft. Of the and Coast they didn't, Guard, yeah, of yeah. the Coast Guard. They didn't. They did a couple when I was. They did a couple Army ones, right? But it wasn't a lot. No, um, yeah. And uh, I remember, uh, I remember when they put up like a three seventy eight, and I was like, 
how you know how long does that thing stay out? And and mm. there and I remember yeah, asking, they, they tell you stats, like three months, like yeah. yeah, like three months are yeah. out, you know. I know. And I was what? Like, I was like, what the fuck? They I got had the ships. same, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. the same reaction. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, there was that. Hey, the f- when you guys did your classes, I, I remember specifically uh-huh. that class, and there right. was a couple others we did as well. We did ours inside of a racquetball court. No, we had a classroom. Oh, man. I don't know what the deal was where they revamped the classes or something, but literally they had a projector, like an old movie projector set up in this racquetball court, right. and they were projecting the image onto the wall, right. and we were all sitting on the floor in the racquetball court. And I didn't care about any of that, except it was really tough to understand what the guy was saying because it was so echoey. Echoey? No. Yeah. And no. so I just well, we had, what the hell are we doing I, in a racquetball court? Actually, the classroom we had were pretty were pretty, uh, pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, they were, you know, and, uh, and of course, going to class was great. You know, because yeah, yeah. people didn't rag on you. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we, you know, we had like knot tying class, which was, uh, there was all kinds of classes. And yeah. academically, I just I destroyed it. You know yeah, what I mean? That, no, yeah, no that, that that got yeah. me to the point I where I got a, yeah, where I could actually get a pretty good pick out of boot camp. Yeah, and uh, uh, the uh, and I wasn't great. I was in the middle. You know what I mean? My yeah, same. physical physical. I wasn't great. You know what yeah. I mean? I wasn't doing like a million push ups. I mean, same push-ups. dude. I was a toothpick man. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. run, save my life. Same. So yeah. I, I I got by I got by on the physical just barely I'm yeah. gonna be honest with everyone, uh, yeah. but but uh, academically I crushed it yeah, you know same. and uh, so I was in the middle and then uh, uh, the other thing is oh the, one a couple, couple the, there was one guy in our company that there, I think it was Zulu company or Zebra company mm-hmm. I think that the one the one where it doesn't fall within the, the phonetics mm-hmm. where like if you completely were like a complete fuck up either academically or or physically they would they would hold you over oh we and, called that the goon squad yeah and 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 you see and we and uh for us we didn't want to do that because the Kate may we were supposed to graduate like december 11th and mm-hmm. if you got reverted held right? back yeah. yeah you got held back you your your company picked back up like january one you didn't get home for christmas so right. we were like really was pushing you know but i remember there's this one guy and for some reason he just was a moron and mm-hmm. uh and uh he uh he would like would wear white socks with his, you know, with blues and <laughs> and uh, and he just disappeared. And but there was this there was this one time this killed me where uh, we were marching right, and in the middle in the coast guard there's that thing about uh, gear gear drift right. Uh, the whole thing with a, with a ship is that if if it's sinking and they have to drop pumps into the sinking areas, if if there's anything floating around, it can clog the pumps. So right. they're really uh, there's a big deal. You got to keep your foot just like in uh, Full Metal Jacket. Got to keep your locker locked, and mm. you you don't and everything has to be no tied. Loose gear has no to be loose stowed gear. or tied. Oh or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we had those ditty bags, right? And yeah. we had those those uh, ditty bags. It was just, a little cloth you know, sack. Basically, we didn't use it for anything. You hung off the side of yeah, your they, of they, your bunk, and yeah. they had, it had your name on it. You stenciled yeah. your name on it, yeah. but we didn't use it. it. Just had to hang, right? Right. And I, I fuck if I know, right? It was just this thing, right? And I can't remember the guy's name. Let's say his name was Johnson, right? Mm. And uh, and this kid, we we're out there marching in the quad, doing these. This the quad is huge, by the way. It's mm. like this very, you know, multiple football Couple field. Couple football fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're out there marching around, and uh, uh, all of a sudden, here comes. And we were alone. The 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 you know the comp- the uh, squad leader was was marching us, and the company commander was off, you know, doing whatever he was doing, drinking coffee with, him, smoking and joking with his right. buddies. And all of a sudden, here he comes walking across the quad, and he's holding up. A freaking, he's holding up a freaking ditty bag, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going, uh, "Who's Johnson? <laughs> Who the fuck is Johnson?" Right? And uh, I, I don't remember if that was a kid's name or not, but and sir, I am sir. And he freaking ties that damn ditty bag around that kid's neck like oh, a shit. like a Superman cape, right? <laughs> and he goes, 
for the rest of the time we're out here marching, I want you to put your arms out in front of you and run around the company like you're Superman. But I want you to I want you to say, "Ding ding, I'm a shithead." <laughs> <laughs> so those guys did have some pretty creative punishments. So this guy had to, so we're out there marching, and this guy's running circles like with his arms out in front of him like Superman, <laughs> going like, "Ding ding, I'm a shithead." Ding ding, I'm a shithead. Right. And it was funny, but after like about fifteen minutes, man, mm-hmm. you know, this kid was wasted, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. he was he was falling out, right? And uh, but yeah, that I remember that. Uh, I remember we had, we had one uh, really similar. Right. We were in the quad marching and whatever. I, they must stage this stuff. I'm not sure, but somebody. Um, oh, we had a white tornado. And a white tornado, for anybody who doesn't know, is when the company commanders would, I don't think they do this anymore, but no, what they, they used to do is they would come in when you were out, your, the whole company was out doing something, mm-hmm. they would come in and literally trash your your barracks. They would, tra- I mean, tip over the bunks, rip all the sheets off, right. um, knock the lockers over and the whole thing, and then they would shout at you and you would have to go in and clean it all up. Well, <clears throat> I think they did that. And... uh Somebody, somebody had left something like their locker was open because mm-hmm. what well, everything was in a hurry, right? So you had a combination lock, and what a lot of guys would do is you would do the combination and you would leave it like two numbers away. So when you got back, it was on six, and all you had to do was turn it to eight and click it open, mm-hmm. right? So that was a faster way you'd figure out ways to cheat, right. right? So we were doing life hacks long before there were life hacks, right? But anyway, um, so, so I, somebody screwed something or whatever, and they, and their locker was open. Um, so the company commander comes out, drops us all for push-ups and shouting at us and all that sort of stuff. He says, you guys got a white tornado and I've locked, I've chained and locked your squad bay door and here's the key. And, uh, he made us all stand back up and look at the key. And this is again, like Tony said, it's like a big double, triple, maybe football field. And he took that key and he heaved it. Now everybody on your hands and knees and go just find the keys. So we're crawling on our hands and knees back and forth across the quad looking for this key. I don't know. We must have made four or five trips and everybody's right. pissed off by now. Your uniform is trash. You're mm-hmm. dirty. You're tired. cold. And um, so we get to the end where the pavement is and uh, he walks up and he says, what the hell's the matter with you guys? And he drops the key on the floor, on the ground. And, it's right here. So it's like, <laughs> Get get your ass in there, clean all that shit up. Oh my god! So, yeah, man. So that kind of stuff they did. You know? Yeah, they. I'm sure they. Yeah. They have all kinds of. You know, those guys are sitting there drinking coffee. Like, oh, you should see. I got oh, a good one today. Man. Yeah, I got an idea. Yeah. Something you want to do? Yeah, you yeah, should yeah. Do this. Try yeah. this. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's there's a lot of stuff that I had a hard time. Well, it's because it's like, is it is, is is it like psychological torture? Does it help well, you grow? Does it? I remember, Just, you know, whatever. But I remember one time telling my company commander that he wanted he wanted us all to go on a run, and, and I told him I didn't. I just I don't know what got into me, but I told him I didn't want to go, and he's like, well, <laughs> "Then don't go." And I was like, "What?" I was like, ready to be my, get my ass chewed. Uh-huh. But uh, but that was we talking about psychological uh, mind yeah, mind yeah, screw. Yeah. I was like, well, "Okay." Well, the other thing we had to do is we had to do uh, we, you know you had to clean your mm-hmm. squad bay right, mm-hmm. and everybody had had assigned chores and whatever, mm-hmm. and so I. I um, volunteered, I guess, or put myself on the the floor waxing crew. Right. So everybody else would do what they had to do. Some people clean the bathroom. Some could be. Everybody had. You're responsible for your own bunk and your own ditty bag and your own locker and stuff. But then there was, you know, some guys did windows and whatever. 
So I was on the floor waxing cruise. We were last typically. We we right. did you know because you want that floor shine. And when I say floor waxing, this is not like with the cool buffer machine. No, this was a sponge. This is literally a four inch wide by six inch wide sponge, yellow sponge, and you poured wax onto the floor out of a gallon jug. And then if you were careful, you could like drag the sponge nice and carefully, and you would make that floor really super shiny. Yeah. And so there was about six or eight of us on this, and we would be on our hands and knees, and we'd start on one end, and we would go all the way to the other end. And by the time we were halfway through, you start kicking people out because mm-hmm. you don't want them to step on your brand-new waxed floor, you know. So um, anyway, so we were at one point uh, after a white tornado, we were cleaning up, and we were waxing the floor, and all the, all the, the bunks were pushed to one side, and we had waxed the empty side, mm-hmm. and we were starting to go and uh, and – and work on the other side one of course 18 years old goofing off you making friends and whatever so me and me and a couple of other dudes we crawled underneath the bunks mm-hmm. and we were horsing around i don't know what the hell we were doing under there we we're just goofing off you know giggling and laughing like you're not supposed to and one of the company commanders came in from the other side of the door mm-hmm. and every time a company commander comes in you have to yell Attention on deck, and everybody has to jump up and stand at attention and listen to this dude and whatever he has to say well we were underneath these bunks so we just stayed there, and I remember, I remember like a horror movie where you hide underneath the bed, man. And they always wore those taps on their on their on the heels, you know, those little metal things, click, 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 and they're walking by. And we were watching four of us, three or four of us, from underneath these beds. And we were watching the dude walk by, and he was ripping these guys, man, and making a couple of them do push-ups. And we're trying not to laugh. We're up underneath these beds, mm-hmm. and we got away with it. We pulled it off, man. Well, you know, anytime the, they would come in to crank you. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you would always try to drop in a place where yeah, you had some space. Yeah, and you you weren't you weren't in in a, in a line of sight. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. so so you could kind of, you know, you could do half pushups. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, what were we t- you mentioned something that I was like, I, I definitely wanted to follow up on just the whole the the whole experience. Uh, the white tornado thing. Well, the white tornado. Uh, I know that there's there, and it could be urban legend, but uh, the that there was a story about how they did a white tornado and one kid had lice and then everybody oh, got, everybody got lice you know oh, that, that's what kind of our pubic lice or hey let me ask you anything. this what yeah. was your what was your do you have any memory of your first experience of the whole like open bathrooms open toilets open showers all that stuff well we had stalls in the, in the toilets yeah i think i don't think we had doors yeah i mean stalls, i had doors but, but uh, yeah, i remember i remember one one guy said one time it's not the sh- it's not taking the taking the shit it's having to wipe <laughs> that was what made it awkward yeah it was but, weird uh, man it was just weird it I mean, was i, I mean no, our, experience our, with that. no no and showering in a group like that yeah. yeah i didn't shower like in high school like that when i did gym class yeah. we didn't shower after gym class yeah. you know so uh but i just remember just kind of it just was a i mean you just, just get it done and get, just the hell get it done. Out of there, yeah. I, I will say that it, that that really didn't when, when we first got there and we talked about this the first week of boot camp was in processing you know mm-hmm. you were getting treated like garbage but mm-hmm. it but it was almost like i'm treating you like garbage not because it's my job it's because i don't fucking like you yeah, that was the way yeah. we got treated you and know? we got a million things we got to a try million to get things done, to do yeah. let's just get the shit done yeah. i gotta get done so you know they give you uniforms they gave you all your stuff and they you know and you went through in processing and and this is pre-com 
computers, you know, so they yep. were getting stuff. All paperwork. You know, you got your, they did the whole head shave thing that yep. that everybody's accustomed to. I think now they actually give you an op- some options with that, but we didn't get options. They just but gave us a buzz cut, right, mm. as close as possible. They really give you options now? I think so, yeah. I think they'll, I mean, wow. to a certain, you know, like high and tights maybe. I don't wow. know. Wow, okay. But, well, you remember also we ran, we ran in boots. Yeah, uh, you know we had sneakers, but that was when you were. were we actually went to PT. Yeah, class. went to PT, yeah. but but otherwise when you ran, you ran in you ran boots, whatever you were wearing, low yeah. quarters of boots, and uh, uh, and and like I said, the other things I remember is uh, is yeah, the physical thing was swimming was no big deal to me, but mm. I remember people, man, people struggled struggle with swimming. The, the swimming stuff was hard. I mean, yeah, they, they well, you, I was a, I was skin and bone, so I struggled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it, you know, it was funny because they actually had those big long poles, and you'd like try to swim to the side of the pool, mm. and they'd put they push you back push out, you back, push, out. Push, push you back out and play. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. amazing now yeah. to think about how yeah. how uh, how that is, but. Uh, um, yeah, the, so I remember the first week being and then meeting your company commander. Yeah, and uh, I remember like the the on base liberty and off base liberty. Yeah, we weren't allowed to smoke, and nobody. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I the the other thing I remember that quite kind of fondly was you know you had to stand quarter deck watch, mm-hmm. and uh, that's something you do in the military anyway. But mm-hmm. it was an hour long, right? Yeah, and I, I liked having like three o'clock in the morning because. You do fifteen minute rounds, and and uh, we had we had uh, vacant squad bays, right? Mm-hmm. So there was so uh, the way the boot camp squad bays were in Cape May, and, and also we kind of kind of mentioned this before. There was a boot camp in Alameda, California, but it's long since closed. So all boot campers go through Cape May, Cape May, yeah. and they have these they have these uh, like four story five four story buildings, mm-hmm. and the four and, there, and there's four wings on each story, and uh, each one of those wings holds a company, right? The companies use the uh, Alpha, the phonetics, the phonetic all, yeah, the uh, Alpha you know, Bravo Charlie, yeah. right, all the way down. And I was Kilo, Kilo one three two. What mm. were you? I was Lima one one three. There you go. So, and uh, and they would, and I remember the empty squad bays were kind of creepy, but mm. you have to make rounds every fifteen minutes. Mm. I remember sometimes I make a round as going one of the squad bays, and I would just sit. You know, mm. I would just just take a freaking breather, man. Mm. You know, mm. and and uh, and it was cold. It was winter. It was winter when I went there. Okay. And so so like, and it snowed. Yeah. And so for like the last two or three weeks, we couldn't even go outside, which was pretty awesome. Right. And you went in the summer, but it was a million it degrees. Was, it was. It yeah. was a million. Yep. Yeah. And it was hot. Yeah. So. But yeah, the other thing I remember really is uh, I remember the first couple times going to eat. Uh-huh. You go in the chow line. <laughs> yeah. Chow yeah. was good. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mind it. No. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it was this weird like robotic cafeteria type situation where. Um, you have to line up really close. There's, it's limited space, you know, and we had, I don't know how many people in your, in your company, 35, 40, mm. something like that. I can't, no, way more than I that. I can't remember. I, I, it was I like could. 60. Was it? Okay. And they'll hold a lot. Maybe they had three high racks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They, that's I mean, true. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, but anyway, so I, I just remember them always shouting nuts to butts, nuts to butts. And so right. you had to be like, literally be touching the dude in front of you. Right. Um, which that part I didn't like. I don't just, I like my personal space, man. Right. Why? <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, so um, I do also remember what, what what the way we did it when we went through was everybody got their food and then um, you filled up tables. There was a guy directing you and you and you went to that table, right? And then you had to stand there with your tray mm-hmm. and you had to wait until the table was completely full of all the seats were filled, right? And then everybody got to sit down and they gave you two I don't know two minutes, three minutes. Yeah, you forked eat. it in pretty you, fast. You had to shovel that shit in, man, and get it. And then when the guy said go. It was time to go, you know. So this was not casual hangout sort of meals. Yeah, you know, and and it, it's funny because you look. I look back on that, and uh, yeah, you know, that's, I still eat fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But uh, see, I'm the opposite. I'm always the last one done. Always. Yeah, but but it was interesting to me that there were things that I would even kind of consider just to be like not even manners, like just you know, you don't eat chili with your fingers kind yeah. of stuff, right? And there was guys there that I remember like, like, look, silverware goes down the silverware slide. Yes. You know, and the bowl, you know, that's what they tell us to do. This yeah. isn't hard. Yes. But there were people that, that were... Couldn't do it. Couldn't, they were just yeah. not smart. I don't know man. if they, yeah, if they yeah. were dumb or if they were overwhelmed or if they were doing shit on purpose. Or they know, just, yeah, I don't know. know. But there's people out there that you're just like, you're just like, you are in trouble, man. Yeah, man. You know? In life and, in general. Yeah. And so, so yeah, but for the most part, like I said, it, it, uh, at the time I just, I, I didn't hate it, but, uh, you know, I just thought, you know, I, I think I was really waiting for the moment for it to become like insurmountable or very hard or anything like that. Mm. I mean, I didn't like doing push ups. I didn't like doing sit ups. I didn't like, you know, yeah, but like you're saying, when you're in the crowd, I mean, yeah, most yeah. of the time you get but, away with half assing well, it if you really needed to because you were tired or whatever. It, and it was psychological. It yeah. was like I told you about yeah. the, the, they're going to take us down to the beach and make us like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Eat, eat pigeon, eat seagull <laughs> shit. And you're like, what? Are they really going to do that? And you're like, yeah, they did that the last time. A kid died. And you're like, really oh yeah. my gosh you know yeah. and so it never happens. never never <laughs> you know you know and uh you know they you know there there was a few times where they were like i remember there, there were moments oh i know what i was gonna talk about you mentioned the waxing the floor thing you, you pretty much figure out real quick there's you know you have an ironing detail and a mopping detail mm-hmm. and a waxing detail mm-hmm. and a cleaning the toilets detail and and everybody had a job and you had to do that they didn't tell you to do that you yeah. you figured that out there was usually people that were pre prior service and they yeah. were like we got to we got to come up with this we stuff gotta or, yeah it. we got to organize because another thing too is like when you do your laundry you get you get a, a bag to put your colors you get a, a mesh bag mm-hmm. and they and you a big safety pin you put your colors in one you put your whites in one don't get that screwed up mm-hmm. you know or your colors are going to get bleached or your whites mm-hmm. are going to turn blue right yeah. everything's blue yeah and when you get it back, it it's is just a, just a literally ball, a, a ball of, of, of wrinkles. Wrinkles. Yeah. It's, it's it's the ultimate wrinkly stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you have to iron it all out, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was that was something. But I I remember, and like I said, we did, I, I I was going to mention the whole smoking thing. We weren't allowed to smoke either. Mm-hmm. If they would have spent like half a moment just to tell us, hey, now that you quit smoking, don't start smoking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that probably would have got a lot of people to quit smoking permanently. Permanent. But yeah. but I first thing I did when I got went on all yeah, light up, all it up, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I didn't smoke at the time. I didn't smoke until a little bit later I, I was i went there smoking yeah. and then uh uh but yeah so what uh what about as far as what was your first unit out of, out of boot camp that's pretty much boot camp right i mean yeah i mean yeah you know some there were some other highlights and stuff like you what? know well we got to uh you know we were required to march in the uh parade when when the uh, couple of companies ahead of us graduated and um, so we did a bunch of training for that and whatever. And that was cool to march in the parade, whatever. All the parents were in the, the you know, in the stands watching well, their cool. kid graduate and whatever. So that was kind of fun. Again, me being the, in the, in the um, drill team was kind of, were you I, was, like, I was prepared for well, that. You were in that company that was like, <laughs> I forget what that's called, like the Honor Guard Company? No, no. When I was in Civil Air Patrol. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, when gotcha. I was civil. I was, so I was I already knew how to march and stuff, and I kind of in that ceremonial type of stuff. I did that in Key West. I was in the, the ceremonious thing in Key West. Yeah, but in boot camp, parade, you were just a regular, not, yeah. you're a regular old guy. Regular okay. schmuck, yeah. so, so what I'm asking is there was a – I forget what it's called, but there's a company that – Yeah, Honor Guard. Honor Guard, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, and they and, and uh, I actually had friends that did Honor Guard at D.C. too. Yeah, I wasn't I – wasn't, 
I don't know. I just uh, I didn't volunteer for that. I should have, I guess. But I think I a lot of times they freaking uh, in boot camp they just, just sna- they they snap. You know, they're like <laughs> you could, you're not, you could stay in step. Yeah, if you're <laughs> if you're not if you're if you look half decent in a uniform yeah. and yeah, yeah, not stupid. <clears throat> but you were talking about grades and stuff. <clears throat> so you get ranked. You, you get a just like in in college or whatever you get ranked. You know, and so just like you, I was right in the middle because my academics were good, but my physical was mediocre. Uh-huh. And um, so I was in the middle. <clears throat> And what they do is they give you this great big list of duty stations that are coming available by the time you graduate. Right. And, uh, you know, everybody gets a copy of this and you go back to the squad bay and you're all like, oh, I'm going to get this. And the guy who's number one in the class gets first pick. Right. So it yeah. kind of all, it all, it all kind of dominoes from him. So he'll go like, oh yeah, so I want, you know, Times Square. And the next guy will go like, oh, I'm glad you picked that because I want Santa Barbara, you know, whatever. And right. so on it goes. And, and to, to that point is – is uh, you talk about it, but nothing is permanent. Yeah, nothing it doesn't. Is, it doesn't yeah, yeah, always work yeah, out. You're, that yeah, way. You're, you're, you know, because two guys might go like, uh, "I want Times Square," and another guy goes, "Well, I kind of want Times Square." Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm going to take it, you know. Yeah. And you know where you're ranked. Yeah, yeah. But I think they do let you know where you're ranked too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and by the way, by the way, I bet money they don't do this anymore either because it's so. You know, you know. Now we live in a society where you. Yeah. I don't know. You know? Yeah, maybe they do. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, but but anyway. So uh, I intense. think you pick. You pick like uh, boot camp was eight weeks long, and I think you picked in like week five and a half or six or something like that. You had a couple For, weeks of boot camp left. Couple, yeah, because they yeah, got to get you was, ready to was, go. Yeah, it was pretty much towards the end, but it was still. But your anyway, la- your last week is it's, it's kind of gravy. Yeah. Yeah, gravy. I did. I did. I did almost get freaking in a lot of trouble my last <laughs> week but uh well what happened just real quick on that is i i went over to they they sent us so they said hey a couple guys go over the guy over at the end processing the the they he has something we need over here i can't even remember what it was mm-hmm. and so me and two other guys went over there and we went to his building and we we were like walking around looking for him and we went into a squad bay in the end processing and and the squad bay he and, and he just chewed us out because he's like you don't know who's in the squad bay this could be the female squad right, bay right. and he and he was like well, I'm gonna you know you know I'm thinking about letting them know so every one of you gets recycled to yeah and we were like what the hell man but it he yeah. didn't yeah you know, of course so, yeah but uh, anyway yeah so you get this list of duty stations coming available and then you yeah. pretty much know where you're ranked and then so you you kind of go to the guys ahead of you and find out what they're picking and I got kind of lucky because nobody. Nobody, including the guys below me, had ever heard of Isla Mirada. They had no clue. Oh, they couldn't even shit. pronounce it. You went to Isla Mirada? Well, that was my pick. That was so. Right. So I was like, I don't know. Let's say there were sixty guys. I was right. number thirty. You know, I really right. was pretty much smack dab in the middle. And tell everybody where Isla Mirada is. <clears throat> Isla Mirada is uh, one third of the way down the Florida Keys. It's a. It's a, it's a beauty, it beauty is. station. Yeah, both and Doug I grew and up both, going to the Keys. And both so. Doug and I know where Alamrod is. <clears throat> yeah, so I grew up going down there, so I knew where it was. So I mum's the word, man. I'm like, yep, mm, yep, nope. I'm not sure, man. And I was like, you know, I was I was playing cards well, I basically. Do, I didn't know where you went out of boot camp now. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. So um yeah, my turn comes around and uh, yes, sir, I'd like Island Marada, please. And he's like, Okay, check mark and I'm Station like, Alamrada. Station Alamrada, yep. And so it was Shore Station. It was tiny. There's like 15 right. people there, and it's in the Florida Keys, and it's great, you know. So um, Alamada is insane. Alamada Marathon. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so boot camp's over, and I go home, and they give you like I don't know a week or ten days or something of vacation afterwards. And uh, so I'm at my folks' house, and I get this phone call, and uh, it's somebody from from Group Key West who was in charge of 
all of the the keys <clears throat> and they said yeah this is you know so i don't even know who it was you know this is so and so and i'm calling to tell you that we've changed your duty station i'm like oh man i worked so i worked my ass off to get island rod i was, thought it was so clever that i picked it he said yeah uh so we're, we're sending you to group key west instead I'm like, okay, that's cool. Look, Key West, perfect, fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. A group too. Yeah, and but I had no idea what that meant. You know, I didn't, I didn't understand what it meant. So, um, basically, is, what it means, and, yeah, yeah this group is has got several units attached to it, and and you could be assigned to any of those, including ships. So it had like at the time the Ute and the Lipan were oh, down there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Ute and the Lipan were down there. Whatever. So you come in as a non-rate, you could go anywhere. You could go with it. Like this is where we need you to go. Go. Right? I just thought basically you'd be right along our. No, 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 no. I I didn't know anything at the time, right. but when I showed up down there and I checked in, uh, they're like, "Okay, yeah, well, um, so yeah, we got you, man, and we're gonna st- <laughs> we're gonna station you at the aids to navigation team." And I'm like, "Oh crap! What the hell is that?" I had no clue, right? And I'm like, "Okay, yes, ma'am." You, it was some uh, SK one or something. You won the lottery. I did. I won the lottery. You did. Time. I am not kidding you. As I was like, you know, they, there's so much paper. Nowadays, everything's digital. Back then, dude, you had a service record and like papers, papers everywhere, paper for this, paper for that. And I was organizing all my shit, getting my stuff together. And some dude came in literally like three minutes behind me, got the lie pan. And so if I would have waited a couple extra minutes in the parking lot, I would have been in a Lipan instead of the the AIDS, the navigation team. But anyway, so yeah, that was, that was great, man. Lipan 97? Uh, yeah, I guess. Whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't uh, 97s or 95s. I can't remember. No, no, no. That was a, a the Lipan was a one ten two oh five or something like that. Oh, you're kidding! They were no. junky, oh my God. round hull, like the like the Escape and old stuff. school. Yeah, like yeah, a, old, like a old, old, old Popeye boats. looking tug. Yeah, I did. I did rust a buckets, I yeah. did a tour on the Escape. Not a tour. Yeah. I did a, a TAD on it. Yeah. And but anyway, so I looked really? out. Yeah, okay. I yeah, because there was ninety fives. What they were ninety fives was what I was thinking about, but it wasn't ninety five. <clears> no, it wasn't a ninety five. I think it was ninety five. Yeah, it was like it was. 8795s, 110s were the small cutters. Yep. And then yeah. above that, it got to the the U The 210, 205s, yeah. But, but anyway, uh, yeah. So in the Asian navigation team, basically all we did was was um, hot pack buoys. When the lights would go out in buoys, we'd bring out some car batteries no, and attach those so the lights would stay on so people could navigate and then um, change out the reflective day boards on posts and stuff all around the keys. And fish. And we did a lot of fishing, a lot of swimming, man. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a great duty. Yeah, yeah. How long? Well, I tell you. What, so, well, I tell you what. Where, where are we at right now? Let me. I don't know. So, Hungry. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you about my experience, and then we'll stop and then we'll there. Wrap, yeah. yeah, and right and uh, that'll be the the first our first yes. experience to go. But this is we're going to revisit this because okay. we yeah. have we got a lot of stories. to I tell. I told you we have yeah, a lot. A lot of I, yeah. So yeah. well, so my thing is uh, it's very similar, almost identical to yours. I don't remember the whole uh, bargaining and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I remember my friend did better than me. I think probably academically we were about the same, but he was probably a little bit better physical shape. Mm-hmm. And so he was he picked a little bit before me. Uh, he ended up being uh, like, uh, and and I really didn't mention that too much. But I, I had a, I had a, went with a friend. You know, mm-hmm. we went together, and and that was that was something. That was a that lot of support cool. there. So you yeah. guys did like you you signed up together and went to boot camp. Together. Yep. We were signed up together, went to boot camp together. That's cool. As a matter of fact, I, he was texting Buddy me. Program. Yeah, he was texting me today. As a matter of fact, hmm. uh, and. Uh, uh, and, and our friendship has been kind of. Did he stay in retire? Yes, he he had a two year enlistment, and he retired as master chief. Wow, cool. Yeah, so how did I never know that? How do I know you for twenty freaking years? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's funny because we we we're, we've always been friends. You mm-hmm. know, we've always been close. We talk mm-hmm. occasionally, but but uh, but 
you know, I don't know. I, you know, and, and I, just to say he, he might be listening. I mean, we're, we're, we, 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 we were stationed together in Virginia. We were close in Virginia. Then I went to Texas. So, so you and I were really good friends in Key West, but we did kind of, when I went to Virginia, we, yeah, we, we separated we, for yeah, a while. We didn't, we didn't I mean, I came up there to visit you and we went hiking and that stuff. That was fun. Yeah. That was a good trip. Let me talk about that. But the uh, but then when I moved to Texas and you and I started communicating again, I wasn't communicating with him. You know, yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. You'll meet him someday. But uh, but he re- he did a uh, but he did like a two year enlistment and uh, went went ET mm. and uh, and uh, he became a master chief in the whole nine yards. Hmm. But uh, cool. but 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 he, him him there. I remember I remember a couple of funny stories is that he he was like one of those guys that. Uh, 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 he he went through puberty like probably when he was like twelve, right? Hmm. And he got like a mustache. So he had a mustache, <laughs> right? And he had that mustache. And him and I went to college together. And we were roommates, right? Right. Had this mustache, and uh, uh, I remember him shaving it off in boot camp. And I just remember it just really bothered. I think it hurt him. Oh yeah, shave it off. Yeah. And uh, I just remember him coming. Oh, because they made you right. They yeah, wouldn't yeah. let you. Yeah, they no, wouldn't you let you keep a mustache. Boot camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember him shaving it off, and uh, I mean, I think it bothered him. And then. Uh, uh, I remember seeing him, and he was actually sad. He was angry. He was mm. just like, oh, mm. "God, I hate, hate this." And then the other thing is, uh, so we went all the way through. I also remember there was a guy, another one of the people in our company that was a, uh, a shit magnet. His last name, was, well, he, I don't think he cares. His last name was Harrison, mm. and we had a guy in our company whose last name was uh, Harris, and he was a shit magnet, right? Mm. And so anytime the company commander would go like, you know, Harris, and I remember him always being like. Stop, you know. Stop. Stop <laughs> it's yes. like stop, stop the Harris, you know, because and uh, and I remember like that, that Harris guy. One of, another one of my funny stories that's worth mentioning is we were doing that whole inspection where we're standing in front of the there are racks mm-hmm. and we're in our undress, right? And our undress, you, you talk about things that they do that they probably have done uh, for years and they just kind of pass it down. But they, we were being, in, you know, how they would do, do these inspections. Mm-hmm. Our company commander would go inspect somebody else and then some mm-hmm. company they commander swap, would come inspect. Yeah. yeah, right. There's, there's eight or 10 companies there all at one time. And this guy came in and he was like a fire plug, you know, and just this little stout guy, you know, you know, sometimes you see company commanders and you're like, you're just lucky that, you know, you look like you look like Joe Shit the Ragman. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be a company commander. Sometimes you see ones and you're like, that guy's got that dude's tight. That yeah. guy's tight, right? Mm-hmm. This guy was tight, right? And uh, so he's walking down, and we were supposed to tie a, a Windsor knot. That was the knot that we had, right? Mm-hmm. Had to be a Windsor, right? So he's walking and he's inspecting us, and you know he goes past me, and I'm and uh, he, and Harris stood exactly the opposite of me. So he got, he goes all the way down, turns around, comes back, and he's inspecting, and he gets to Harris. And he walks past, and then he comes back, and he looks at Harris, and he goes, uh, "You know, recruit, what's that knot you got tied there?" And uh, <laughs> Harris goes, uh, "Sir, it's a foreign hand, sir." <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Open your fucking mouth!" And so <laughs> Harris opens his mouth, and he grabs the the small end of the tie and the big end of the tie, and like pulls it super tight, like kind of chokes Harris, like, uh-huh. and Harris goes like a. <laughs> and and force him to open his mouth up a little more, and he shoves the tie, the tie in his mouth. <laughs> just like, and of course, me and the guy next to me, yeah, trying like oh, shit dude, not to laugh, dude. dude you laughed, we were even laughing. More we were. I to this day, I remember yeah, yeah. that. I remember that. I was just like, holy <laughs> shit, that was funny. And so the Superman and the 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 foreign hand cracked my shit up. And so uh, so then we so and, and Randy was there, and uh, that was my friend. And so we. So and he and he was very supportive. So if you're listening, Randy, I'm glad we went through it together. And uh, 
And so uh, going down the list, and and and, and Randy picked uh, DC to work with the Master Chief, and I picked uh, the Harriet Lane. I picked a two seventy out of Virginia, oh, and the okay. reason I picked the Harriet Lane was uh, it was the closest to Atlanta, okay. and I was from Atlanta. That's what the maps I went through, and I thought, well, I'm close to Atlanta, and that way I can go visit my folks. That sure. never happened. I could have picked any place else. I could have picked a land unit anywhere. Right. I could picked. I think I could have picked Hawaii. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. uh, which I should have. But the Harry Lane was fine. It was a good. Yeah. It was a good. It was a. It was a very interesting experience that maybe we'll talk about next yeah, time. Cause, we'll get uh, that on next time because yeah. I I can tell you about the Venturous and. Oh, I the Camden and all the ones that I was on. Yeah, we got all the way up through boot camp. That's kind of what I was hoping to do today. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and, and I will tell you right now, and I think you and I talked about this before, and I think you agree with me. Oh, about how many years did you do? How many years? I did twenty on you? on the button. Okay, I did twenty one. Okay. Yeah, and uh, okay, I thought you did more, but nope. and and uh, I was texting with one of my friends the other day. You retired FNS warrant, right? Uh, FNS, yep, W two, W two. Okay, and I retired as a lieutenant. So both of us were lifers. Yep, and I don't regret a moment. Well, the other thing is, like, you talk to a lot of people. <laughs> I work yeah. in retail, and I see a lot of a lot of people come in. I think I told you this, and they're wearing a navy hat and a navy yeah. shirt, and they got all this pins and shit all over. And right. Of course, I'm a social guy, so I go up to him, hey, navy hun. Yep. Like, how long are we in? Three years, 27 days. Like, dude, you're 60 or 80 years old. Like, you're still wearing this shit? What right. the hell, man? You know, I was right. like 20 years. I never wear anything Coast Guard. It's not that I'm embarrassed. No, no, like, no. I, I just, I did my time. I was I was happy. I was proud of it. I did right. a lot of excellent things. Right. Uh, but that time is gone, and now I'm doing other things, you know? Right. And, well, yeah. And so, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, it's strange how many people go in and uh, and they retire as an E6 right uh, or an E5 even some of them before yeah. they before they stopped letting that happen but yes i was about ready to say i was upwardly mobile man i mean yeah. my first couple of years i was like trying to figure life out you know cuz i was a young person at the time as well just trying to figure out life but once i figured out hey promotion's good you make more money you get a better job <laughs> i was on it dude yeah i was always Way up when I was taking tests, I was always real good at that. Right. I think I only I only missed the cut once, and that was for first class because it was super competitive. Right. Um, but outside of that, yeah. Well, I, I definitely want to talk about that next time. Yeah, as far okay. as because you know, only because you were you both was you know both of us were enlisted and yeah we chose race officer, and all that. Yeah. No, I don't. Re- yeah, I don't regret it at all, man. No, I mean, same here. Oh God, there man, were I mean, there were times where it was like that was a difficult life. It's it's hard on you in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, but looking back, no. Dude, there was for everything that was hard, man. There was some stuff that was stuff. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's some things I did and saw that I'm. I mean, yes. dude, I've been in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah I know I've, it's awesome. I've been in. I've been to uh, uh, Australia. You know, and yeah. I've shot big ass guns. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, got to see a hundred million dollars worth of cocaine. I did. I did too. Yeah. Uh, well, I got. I don't know how much it cost. It was. I got to see two and a half tons of cocaine. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, I look forward to hearing yours. And you actually, you actually did the whole. Uh, you were involved in the, uh, the, uh, what's that? The helicopter mm-hmm. Hitron. Hitron, yeah, yeah, which is another story. Yeah, which always. is pretty freaking cool. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, man, we better shut up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time right. to go. We got lasagna waiting for we us. We got lasagna, bro. Let's do it. All right. Well, all right. Well, thank you very much for listening. This is something we're definitely going to pick it's back. Part up. one. Yeah. Part one. Probably would, several. Several parts, exactly. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Again, this is Tony, and I've been here with Doug, and you guys have a great day. Analoging and spectruming. This has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation. 
We appreciate you listening to our podcast. It means a lot to both me and Doug. As always, we're looking for topic suggestions, folks to interview, and friends to join us on the show. If you can help with any or all of these, go ahead and send a quick note to Analog Spectrum, that's all one word, at gmail.com. Are you curious about our past uploads? Go check out our website. You'll find the link in the description. Finally, for any cast you've enjoyed, please leave a comment and a review. For that last part, it would mean a lot to us if you'd make it five stars. Don't forget to share us with your friends and family. Thanks again for taking time out of your busy day and spending time with us. There's nothing better than hanging out with you and all our friends in this crazy analog spectrum world. We'll be right back.